This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And we're going to be talking about one of my absolute favorite subjects today. We're going to be talking about LinkedIn, and we're going to have so much fun with my guest today. So please join me in welcoming Lisa Rangel to our program today. Welcome, Lisa. How are you doing? Thank you. I'm great, Deb. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited for this. Perfect. We're going to have so much fun on this. Great. You know, and, and we do focus on LinkedIn in the month of April. But it's so important that I always like to have guests throughout the year talking about it. And, you know, we're going to toss in some other things about job search and, and things like that. But um, it's it, I think it's just something that, to me, LinkedIn is absolutely positively one of the most critical parts of someone's professional career. And, you know, we want to make sure that we're doing it right. So let me tell people a little bit about you and then we'll jump into this. So Lisa Rangel is the founder and CEO of ChameleonResumes.com, the premier executive resume writing and job landing consulting firm, and the JobLandingAcademy.com, the top tier resource career store with client success in 88 plus countries. Lisa's mission in life is to continue to make the world a happier place with one fulfilling, well-paying job change of a time using her four-step meta job landing system. She is a graduate of Cornell University and the first in her family to graduate from college. She is a trusted senior level job landing expert with an email subscriber list of, holy cow, 87,000 members and who has been featured or published over 200 times in media outlets, including those little ones called Fortune, Forbes, Newsweek, Fast Company, Business Insider, LinkedIn, BBC, Investors Business Daily, Cranes New York, Chicago Tribune, eFinance Careers, Yahoo, Monster, U.S. News and World Report, Good Morning America, and Fox Business News. Holy schmoly, are there any that you missed? <laughs> There's a few. <laughs> <laughs> and we're aiming for them, right? Always got goals, exactly. Yep, yep. So very cool, very cool. Well, you know, I, I, oh my gosh, like I said, just incredibly amazing. And I love hearing about this. And and so, you know, clearly we're going to have lots of great content for folks. But I always like knowing how my guests got to where they are today. So tell us a little bit about how you discovered that this is your passion in life. It's a, it's always a fun story and a, and a great question. And I appreciate that. And um, I, I was a recruiter prior to starting Chameleon uh, for 13 years right. and a search firm recruiter. And, mm -hmm. you know, search firm recruiters are always told we shouldn't work on resumes because we're supposed to spend most of our time, if not all of our time, finding candidates to place in, mm -hmm. in clients uh, open roles because we are commissioned and that's right. how we make money. And 
when we're writing resumes, we're not making money. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but you know, I was always really good at it without Mm -hmm. having to spend a lot of time on it. And it helped people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, selfishly, if the resume, if I had a qualified candidate and the resume looked right, Mm -hmm. my client company would respond to see them. So Mm -hmm. I did learn quickly that, you know, if, if uh, the the qualified candidates credentials were showcased in the right way, Mm -hmm. I was more likely to get an interview mm-hmm. from that client company who's going to pay me. So, um, which would lead to hopefully a placement. So mm-hmm. when I found myself in 2009, also laid off, mm-hmm. uh, you know, last downturn that we mm-hmm. were all finding ourselves in, um, you know, I was a little burnt out on recruiting and mm-hmm. I was a sole, you know, the sole breadwinner of our family. My husband was a stay at home dad for seven years. Mm-hmm. And, but, you know, it's really not a great, mental place to be mentally burned out on something right. you're really good at and uh-huh. you make a lot of money at and it's the sole income of your family mm-hmm. um but i was and but in 2009 a lot of people also needed resumes mm-hmm. so i just started writing them mm-hmm. and i was i started charging for them instead of doing them for free when mm-hmm. i was a recruiter and i just was like you know i think i can make this mm-hmm. make a go with this and i did some contract recruiting work that 2009 2010 period Um, while I was deciding whether I was going to write resumes for a living or go back into recruiting Mm -hmm. and it took off. So Mm -hmm. I, that's what I did. Mm -hmm. And so I realized I can make a living at writing resumes and that's what Mm -hmm. I did. That's how I love it. And it's been, you know, since 2009. Mm -hmm. Well, and I know you focus more on senior level type of, of positions. And, you know, uh, one of the things that I hear people say all the time is, I'm a senior level person. Right. I don't need a resume or a good LinkedIn profile because it's all about who I know. So what do you tell those people? I tell them they're in many cases exactly right. Mm-hmm. You know, in some ways it is about the networking. Mm-hmm. There's are there are people who get hired without a resume or their profile isn't updated. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the kind of thing that when you need it. <laughs> Yeah, you better you know, have it. Mm-hmm. You better have it. And um, more and more, um, what's happening, I see over and over again, you know, a, a lot of our client base is in that, say, 45 to 65 year old, mm-hmm. um, like age range. I mean, we've okay. worked with people younger, we've worked mm-hmm. with people older, but it's a general consensus age mm-hmm. range at a senior level. And they've been promoted, recruited, or sought after their entire mm-hmm. career. Mm-hmm. They never really needed to do mm-hmm. even a, an active, a proactive right. job search. Mm-hmm. And then at a senior level where there's fewer positions, mm-hmm. just simply uh, due to economics, right? Mm-hmm. There's fewer positions at the top. There's more positions in the middle and even more mm-hmm. at the bottom, right? In every organization. Now they find themselves, you know, due to an m and and they're on the wrong side of the merger acquisition, or all of a sudden their boss gets let go. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even if they're the C-level at the right. CEO. It's changed. Yeah, a lot of times so, new ones want to bring in their own team. Exactly. Um, you know, it could be just it, it, it's so many reasons, right, mm-hmm. um, that can change. And now they find themselves right at the point where they feel like they've arrived and they're at the peak of everyone should be coming to them. Now they're expensive. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, discerning. They don't want to work. Mm-hmm. 80 hours a week. They're a little more mature. Let's be honest about that. Mm -hmm. Smarter versus harder. Mm -hmm. Um, At a point where there's now fewer positions at the top. And now they actually have to compete when maybe in the past, their reputation preceded them. And now it's not necessarily preceding them in certain scenarios. And they have Mm -hmm. to actually proactively do a search. Mm -hmm. And now their network's not developed, their document, Mm -hmm. the marketing collateral's not developed. And now there's like scrambling. Mm -hmm. So that's a very common situation that Mm -hmm. I really promote trying to get people to be prepared for so Mm -hmm. it doesn't happen to them. Right. And so um, that's a lot of what we do. And and when, when someone says, I don't need it, I say, yeah, a lot of people don't coming up through the ranks. But then when you start to get, when you want to level up mm-hmm. and you need to compete with people who have also been promoted, recruited, and sought mm-hmm. after your entire career for fewer positions at the top, you better be ready to compete mm-hmm. and compete in a different way than you did when you did when you came into the world you right. know, 10, 15, 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. So you can't compete the way you did when you first started or at the mid-level of your career the same way you should be competing at the top. Right. 
You know, and, and you've got a great book. It's called The Job Landing Mindset, How to Shift Your Mindset to Land Your Dream Job. And as I was reading it, I take notes and I wrote down and then put big stars, arrows, you know, to, to, to about this. And it's exactly what you said. Be prepared. Um, because we never know. And I think, you know, if anything, the last two and a half years have shown us that things change and things change very, very quickly. Yes. Um, you know, and, and yeah, some, you know, sometimes companies have the, the, um, ability to be able to kind of take things a little bit more slowly, find the right candidate, all of those, but not always, you know, they need somebody and they need somebody now and they don't need somebody that says, well, gee, I don't have a resume or I don't have, you know, a LinkedIn profile or any of that because they thought their job was safe. Right. Um, you know, and, and, or maybe they were a business owner and they thought their company was safe and safe. oops, gee, maybe it's not, you know, and, and so it, it can is also be positive. Right. I don't mean mm-hmm. to interrupt you, but it can mm-hmm. also be positive. I mean, I quite literally had a prospective client who mm-hmm. then turned around within 24 hours and hired us happen, mm-hmm. call me um, two days ago mm-hmm. and like a job paying literally three times mm-hmm. more than what right. they currently found him more expansive mm-hmm. role. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden found her and mm-hmm. she was like, I'm not ready. <laughs> oh, yeah. my, my resume needs mm-hmm. to grow up. It's literally mm-hmm. the phrase she used. Yep. And she, and she is gainfully employed mm-hmm. and she is very happy and she, mm-hmm doesn't even really want to move, mm-hmm. but it's just such an amazing mm-hmm. opportunity. Right. Like, how is she not? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, even if this position doesn't work out for her, she just realized her documents need to grow mm-hmm. up, right? Because right. she hasn't been mm-hmm. doing it yet. So it's, these are just tool. This, these are tools in a toolbox. You know, mm-hmm. I hate to sometimes use that very common analogy, mm-hmm. but it's the kind of thing that, you know, I mean, get prepared isn't a really sexy marketing message, right? Right. Like, marketing mm-hmm. consultant I hire, they're like, you have to go for the fear. You have to get where their pain point is. And right, obviously that's the key. Mm-hmm. But, you know, selling insurance isn't sexy either, mm-hmm. but it's a business, right? I'd, right. I'd mm-hmm. much, rather, much rather help someone be prepared mm-hmm. than, you know, get them when they're down, right? right? right. And look, mm-hmm. we deal with a lot of people who come to us reactively. It happened mm-hmm. to them. Now they know they need help and they're scrambling and they're behind mm-hmm. the eight ball and all those things. But if you, if I can get one person to do it a little bit proactively, mm-hmm. I feel like my job is done. Right. Yeah. You know, cause I, I actually benefited from that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why it's such a, a passionate thing for me. Mm-hmm. Can I, can I share the story with you? If that's, Oh yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I have a podcast that I did for a year that's um, still out there. I did it every week for a year. It's called the Pretend You're Fired Today podcast. Uh-huh. And every week I basically mm-hmm. did like a 15 minute lesson of how to be prepared mm-hmm. if you're fired today. Right. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, but the story behind it is uh, when I worked for a company for nine and a half years and um, that I loved and they loved me and it was a great run. Mm-hmm. Um but, and, and I had a coworker, I called her my work wife, you know, mm-hmm. um, right. she, mm-hmm. she was also maybe with the company a little bit longer than me, like maybe 10 years. Mm-hmm. But one day she was let go, Ooh. despite being a great producer, mm-hmm. you know, she just didn't get along with management as well. Mm-hmm. Um, at, you know, management change, things happen. Right. And she was having a lot more, you know, friction. Mm-hmm. And one day she was like, oh, and it literally took her out from under her knees. Like she wasn't expecting it. Right. The whole thing. I didn't hear for two months. Oh. And, then, and then she called me and she mm-hmm. said to me, you need to pretend you're fired today mm-hmm. and, and don't think this can't happen to you and write a list of everything you would do and then start doing it working, right. you know, get your resume down, your profile mm-hmm. done. And this was in like 2000, seven-ish. Mm-hmm. And I had joined LinkedIn the year before, but didn't mm-hmm. really do much with it other than look for candidates. We cut and pasted our resume there, yeah, right? exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, and, and so I got serious and I did a resume and I did the profile and she said, you know, don't, we always sat at our desk and worked through lunch and ate mm-hmm. lunch at our desk and don't do that anymore. Go meet people. And I did all that still kind of thinking it wasn't going to happen. Right. To me. Yeah. 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 You know mm-hmm. I mean, I don't really argue mm-hmm. with management that much. I'll be fine. You know, I'm the, I'm the nice I'll make it work girl. You know, it'll mm-hmm. be fine. Well, then fast forward three months from that period that she got laid off mm-hmm. um, or, or let go. Um, my boss, who was the nicest guy on the planet mm-hmm. with the company for 17 years, one of mm-hmm. the original like company people, he was let go. Oh, and you're thinking. And I was like, 
and everybody loves him mm-hmm. and he's not fighting with anybody mm-hmm. like clearly it can happen to anybody so mm-hmm. then i started taking my friend's advice from mm-hmm. three months prior or, or a month prior mm-hmm. she, you know, when she called me back two months after getting let go i started applying all that information and i was having meetings i was having mm-hmm. exploratory conversations and i was reaching out to people i hadn't talked to in a while and former right. co-workers and mm-hmm. i do all the things that i promote for people to do now mm-hmm. fast forward 18 eight months um, the, the new boss I had, who I did know, he was in, he's some, somebody that was overseeing a different area of the company. Mm-hmm. And so I knew of him, but I never reported to him, but he was my new boss when my boss mm-hmm. got let go. He sat me down at the Rainbow Room in New York City Ooh. and we had nice lunch and he told me they were reorganizing the company and they were giving me a different job. Oh. A job that totally made sense. Mm-hmm. If I was in his position, I would have done it. Mm-hmm. I would have done the same thing. I didn't want that job, mm-hmm. but I was the sole income of my family. Right. And you're like, mm-hmm. I absolutely would have. It was a lot of traveling. I would have, I would have been miserable. And, but because mm-hmm. of the work that I did for the prior eight months, mm-hmm. I knew I had options. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a job, but I knew I had inroads into places. Right. I told him I didn't want the job. And I told, and I asked for a package. Mm-hmm. And long story short, I got the package. Nice. I didn't take that job. And I wound up getting another job within a month. Mm-hmm. That would have never happened mm-hmm. if I did not heed my friend's advice. Right. right. I would have taken that job. If I didn't heed her advice or she never told me, mm-hmm. I would have taken that job. I would have been, been miserable. miserable. I would have been living out of my suitcase, mm-hmm. I would have missing my kids. Mm-hmm. My, my, my kids were in great hands with my husband, but it was, you know, our, our kids were in great hands with my husband. But, you know, like I would have been miserable. Right. So it literally saved my life in my mind mm-hmm. because I would have been in just some mental turmoil, right? right? So mm-hmm. this stuff works, like mm-hmm. this preventative stuff mm-hmm. works. Right. And so that's why I, it's like the mission that I live for to tell people like be prepared. Mm-hmm. I'd much rather deal with a proactive message mm-hmm. of preparedness than the get you when you're scared, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, yeah because then you're, you're going to take, you know, in, in many cases, on. you're going to take the, the first right. thing that comes along Exactly. Because you have and then bills that's to pay. When yeah. People mm-hmm. are unhappy mm-hmm. and they're yeah. not looking through a, 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 a clear lens, you know, and evaluating a, a, a job. And so it just, you know, it gives you options when you're prepared. And right. it, that's, you know, that's my mission. So mm-hmm. that was a little bit of a long story. I appreciate your right. latitude there. Yeah. But. Well, and, you know, I think so many of us can relate to that because, you know, we start seeing things shifting. Um, when I was in corporate America, I you know, was the head of corporate communications for the division where I worked. Right. And I started having to write termination packages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And, and, you know, and so it's like, okay, that handwriting is on the wall because I knew, you know, who was going, I knew why they were going and I, I could see what direction this was you coming. Know where in. the budgets were shrinking. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and, and I was a department manager, the higher salary, all of those various things. And um, yeah, I mean, it, it really was one of those where I I was just waiting. I was waiting for that phone call to say, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and so I, I you know, it, it, it one of the, the words that you use, and you use it several times, and I absolutely love it, is options. By being prepared, you're keeping your options open. Doesn't mean you have to accept them or do anything about them but no. they're there um you know i've feeling I've stuck is where people become miserable mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, yeah it really is the root of becoming miserable when you're right. stuck so you yeah. i'm just yeah. all about having mm-hmm. options yeah you know you you have to have the job because you have to have the salary because you have to have the insurance because you have to have the yada 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 and so yeah you just keep going and you know i've i've talked to more than one person who has been you know in the the same thing they absolutely loved where they were thought it was the greatest place in the world, but because they had a great LinkedIn profile, headhunters found them. And, you know, they said the vast majority of the time they turned it down. They said, it's always nice to know you're loved, right? Um, But there was one time- keep you abreast of the market. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know, okay, well, there's a big turnover in this area or technology is aiming this way or, you know, some things like that. Or it helps you evaluate that what you have is great. So, now you're staying out of of choice. And and it might give you a little bit of options where you work to, you know- Depending on what you do, you're you know probably not going to go in and give them an ultimatum. I mean, you can, 
But, you know, you might be able to go in and say, hey, I know that in our industry, in our market, in whatever, the salary is this, you know, would you be able to to increase my salary, you know, well, or more you bring time up off a very whatever. good point. Mm-hmm. You bring up a very good point. You know, I did a video a few weeks, months ago, time's a little nebulous. I, COVID but, time, just I oh, have no bring, idea right? where we are. But, <laughs> you know, if you look too comfortable mm-hmm. on your LinkedIn profile mm-hmm. because you are neglecting it. Right your employer mm-hmm. will think you're not, a, you know, you're not a, going to be attractive right. to other people mm-hmm. or, or they think you'll never leave. Mm-hmm. But if they see that you look mm-hmm. like attractive to other mm-hmm. people, you don't have to actively be looking right. and you can just simply market your company. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Or be talking about industry trends exactly. I and mean, all of those. Yeah. Like things. it's not about always looking for a job, but you got to create your own brand. Yep. Because then the company wants to pay to retain mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. as opposed to thinking, oh, they'll never leave. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, he'll never leave. She'll never leave. So like when that happens, then the dollars don't go to the person who's probably never going to leave. Right. It's, that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Right. That's you would think that they would report re- reward the lo- loyalty, but that doesn't happen. Not anymore. really. No. no. You know, um, and so it's about making sure um one, put your, you know, market your company on your profile. Mm-hmm. Right. And then two, make other employers go, I want them to do that for mm-hmm. us. So it makes you attractive. Mm-hmm. And then it shows that your, your current employer has mm-hmm. to value you, mm-hmm. whatever that needs to look like. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but looking too comfortable by neglecting your branding mm-hmm. is a thing. Right. And, mm-hmm. and it, it can prevent you, you know, so if you feel like, you're being passed over for mm-hmm. raises or promotions, mm-hmm. or you're not getting the client work you want as an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. and you ha- and you do have a neglected brand. Mm-hmm. It's just something to consider, right? right? But, you know, mm-hmm. do people get things done without these brands? You know, being developed, mm-hmm. of course. I mean, I'm not one of these people who's like everybody needs a brand. Like some people don't need a brand, and it's fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but right. mm-hmm. you either, but you could have more proactive. Mm-hmm positive opportunity come to you mm-hmm. if you have a brand mm-hmm. or it could fix some of the problems you're having if you don't have a brand and should right that's mm-hmm. the evaluation everybody needs to mm-hmm. make that's the gut check mm-hmm. you know, right. to go back to your original question when yeah. people say they yeah. don't need well and and the other thing about being prepared especially at that senior level is you have other types of opportunities. Um, I, you know, we, we live in Atlanta now, but uh, I'm a university of Colorado graduate, still very involved with them, even out here. And, you know, and and we still have our, our football tickets, you know, and so we're very involved, my husband and I with the university. And I was asked to serve on one of their, their big prestigious boards. Right. And I said, y'all understand I'm in Atlanta. And they said, no, that's all right. Um, and of course, the first, you know, and, and this was not just that you got asked, there was a vetting process. Absolutely. And and they said, we need your resume. And I went, uh. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I'm like, I've owned my business for 20 years. I don't have a resume, but I've got a kick-ass LinkedIn profile. Right. And, you know, and, and for, for those of you who don't know this, you can print your, P, your, your resume That's or your, uh, LinkedIn yeah. profile as a PDF or you can forward it. I mean, there's all sorts of things yeah, that you can do. Options, exactly. And so I sent them the PDF of my LinkedIn profile, which was, of course, far more detailed than a resume right. would ever be. And because we're taught in, you know, when you have a Absolutely resume, it's two pages, yada, yada, yada. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, and in LinkedIn, you go into detail. And they, <laughs> the response I got back was, well, of course you would have a good LinkedIn profile because we see what you do. Exactly. Um, and But they accepted that as my right. application, you know, right. and, and so you never know, especially when you're a senior level. Always yeah. I mean, and I'm the first, you know, a lot of resume writers won't say that, but I'm, you know, it's, it's a tool. I tell people not quite often LinkedIn is, is your first interview. Yeah, you know, they're like, looking there before they ever do anything These are all else. tools that mm-hmm. need to just be formulated mm-hmm. in some way in the toolbox. Right. I, I hold, and, you know, and, and as C-level leaders, mm-hmm. you know, or board members mm-hmm. or anything, you want to attract talent, right? Mm-hmm. Right. You need to attract vendors. You mm-hmm. need to attract people that you're hiring. Like clients obviously need to feel like you're, you know, mm-hmm. the one that they want to align themselves mm-hmm. with. So, you know, as a C-level leader or an entrepreneur, 
if you're hiring people to work for you, you need to have something they're going to be proud to represent or, or proud to align themselves with. Or, um, you know, when people have meetings, they what are the first thing they do? They pop your name into mm-hmm. Google. They pop your name into LinkedIn, right? Right. right. Or if they, they research Google, you. Mm-hmm. Your LinkedIn profile should should mm-hmm. come up, and it should mm-hmm. be not terrible at the minimum, right? Mm-hmm. Like it should just be not terrible. Right. And um, I tell people at least have it current. Right. So a current photo. You know, right. have your most current job listed. I mean, all of those just various At least things. do the bare bones, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, you, there's just ways to be, there's a positive that can come from all this. Like, it doesn't always have to be reactive because, mm-hmm. you know, your business is failing or you lost mm-hmm. your job. Like, and believe me, those are all very right. different mm-hmm. to have it too. Mm-hmm. But there's so much more opportunity that comes mm-hmm. from having it done. I mean, I've had people stumble onto my profile or my content mm-hmm. And they're like, I really love what you're saying. Can you, you know, come on my show or can you write Mm -hmm. this article or would you join us to help this group? Mm -hmm. Or I want to hire you to write Mm -hmm. my documents or, you know, Mm -hmm. so it just, it creates opportunity when it's done well Mm -hmm. and you're, you're attracting and you're not always going Mm -hmm. out for, Mm -hmm. right. So um, that's, I think the key. And, And so you know, companies and hiring executive leaders want to see that you're going to be able to mm-hmm. attract the talent that they right. want to retain. Mm-hmm. And so that's part of it. You got to look the part of being somebody somebody mm-hmm. wants to work for, you right. know, and you want high caliber talent to want mm-hmm. to work for you. And mm-hmm. that's one way of attracting people mm-hmm. because they see that you're progressing. Mm-hmm. They see that you're contributing mm-hmm. to modern marketing techniques, no matter what your discipline is, mm-hmm. finance, IT, um, you know, marketing, HR, mm-hmm. you can contribute to show that you're using progressive, mm-hmm. you know, outreach, branding, marketing mm-hmm. tactics, then you, you come across as more of a progressive leader. Mm-hmm. And most people want to work for those that are in the forefront right. of their mm-hmm. business or their mm-hmm. industry or their profession. Mm-hmm. These are all just subliminal ways you attract top level talent. Right. Well, it's just like if I go to a business's website, absolutely, and it's, it's clear it hasn't been updated, my first thought is, are they still even in business? Right. Um, you know, and, and I'm not talking about, you know, having the latest colors. No, no, or, no. You know, it's, it, you know, if you look at it, it's like, wait a minute, I don't think they've sold that product for several years or, you know, all of those things. It's just about being updated, right? Yeah. Like, you, because you, then there's the other extreme. It's like so overbranded that you're mm-hmm. like, okay, do they spend all day on LinkedIn and what is right. mm-hmm. living, right? So you don't want that impression either unless that's your actual mm-hmm. job is to do branding right. and mm-hmm. you know that sort of thing but yeah, i mean we're not talking about posting five times a day folks no, no. <laughs> i mean like you know a working executive if they post once a week and then you know message a few right. people mm-hmm. offline you know a week like mm-hmm. a dozen during the week mm-hmm. They're keeping their network nurtured. They're keeping a, a message mm-hmm. out there of what they stand for and yep. what they promote. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just maintained, you know, mm-hmm. and then it could be dialed up or dialed, dialed down based on right. what's going on. But it's at least a maintenance. And that's mm-hmm. the thing. Like, I don't think people realize it doesn't, it's not, it's not Facebook. It's not Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's not TikTok. You know, it's not. It's kind of like you only go to one networking event a right. week. You're not right. at, now you might be you at networking events every day. Right? But, so like, mm-hmm. but it's about going to an event and then talking to people offline. So do that same type of habit, whatever that needs to look like for you for LinkedIn. You know, if it's Mm -hmm. one post a week and then reaching out to five to 10 people a week, Mm -hmm. that, you know, is great. Right. You know, and because if you're reaching out to five to 10 people, you're going to have one or two respond maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, on on a very modest level. Mm -hmm. Now you're just talking to one or two people Mm -hmm. a week, which is about, that's how you keep your Mm -hmm. network picture. Right. You know, and, and speaking of your network, it needs to always be growing. Um, yeah. You know, and, and one of the things that, that I love about all these Zoom meetings is that's a big way of how I grow my network. You know, I have not been to an in-person networking event since COVID started. Variety right. of reasons for that. Um, and I tell people, I don't have to put on shoes. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I have two big monitors. And so I have my Zoom meeting on one monitor. And on the other one, I've got LinkedIn. And yeah. I'm going through the people, you know, and, and as you know, and as I'm looking, I mean, there's some I'm like, mm. but and, and I go, mm. when it's clear that their profile is not updated. I mean, all of those various things, if right. I look at their profile, and it looks like somebody, I really want to get to know, I send them a request to connect and I always tell people, I don't care if you just talked to somebody five minutes ago, still remind them because, Absolutely. you know, we might not be that memorable. 
and and so I tell them, you know, I just, you know, we, I, you know, we just participated on the same webinar that, you know, whatever right. it was. And I say, and I would love to connect with you. I don't think I've ever been turned down. And yeah. I do that also with the speaker. Now we used to do that, right. When we were going to conferences and things, but it's different now uh, somehow on LinkedIn. I mean, you know, I'll say, Oh my God, I just, I loved your presentation that you just gave to C-suite network, you know, right. or whatever it is. And I'll, uh, and I'll put a little snippet in there. I loved it when you talked about this. You know? Yeah. So that way they know I actually was there and paying attention. Right. And I've, you know, I've, it seems to be much more robust. And I don't know if it's that we're just networking differently now or quite what it is, but, you know, and, and we're talking five, 10 minutes, folks. This it is not a huge time. deal. Yeah. No. And if you do it two or three times a week, you mm -hmm. know, right. even if you just do it once in certain mm -hmm. weeks, it's mm -hmm. still one more than you did. Right. You know, if you didn't do it. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I think that's the thing. Like it's and that's sometimes what I talk about in the book. It's just about focusing on what what is working, mm -hmm. focusing on what you can do. Right. Because mm -hmm. there's always a way it won't work. Mm -hmm. And there's Lord knows 60 ways you can't do it. Mm -hmm. But just focus on the way you can mm -hmm. focus on the one thing you can do. Mm -hmm. Focus on the one way it could mm -hmm. work. And expect that you're not going to win over everybody. That's okay. And you're that's okay. They're probably not supposed quest. to be somebody to connect with yeah. anyway. You're on a quest to find mm -hmm. the people that will respond. Mm -hmm. So don't focus on the people that aren't. Mm -hmm. That's what I try to, right. you know, yeah. share. It's just because people sometimes are like, oh, they're not going to reject. They're not going to mm -hmm. talk to me. They're not going to respond. Mm -hmm. And believe me, I get that that can be mm -hmm. overwhelming at times, but one, if you don't reach out and they don't respond, you're in no different a position than if right. you didn't yeah. right. All right, mm -hmm. so there's that. And two, they might actually respond. <laughs> right. And then imagine all the good things that'll happen. And, you know, so it's about just trying. It's about, you know, trying in a qualitative way. And it's also about consistency, mm -hmm. you know, because if you just consistently do it, mm -hmm. you're just exercising that muscle of right. the outreach mm -hmm. and you're leaving the, the results up to the universe, you know, mm -hmm. and if you're a religious person, you can say God, whatever that yeah, looks like. Fate, whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But like, you're just putting, all you can control is the, in, the, the output. All you mm -hmm. can control is how many times you reach out. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. How many times you email, how many times you dial the phone, mm -hmm. how many times you send a direct mm -hmm. message on any sort of channel. You can't respond. You can't control the response mm -hmm. back, no matter how much we get good mm -hmm. at copywriting, right. Or whatever mm -hmm. time of day, like you can try all those different hacks mm -hmm. But the bottom line is you cannot control somebody responding to you, mm -hmm. but just focus on what you can control, mm -hmm. do it qualitatively and mm -hmm. do it consistently. And I, that's why, honestly, even though I know you normally do LinkedIn during April, it's, it's, it's year round when I appreciate mm -hmm. you accommodating me in June, but two, it is a year round mm -hmm. type of thing. Even if it ebbs and flows and you mm -hmm. do a lot certain months and little certain months, mm -hmm. it is a year round nurturing mm -hmm. kind of thing. Um, and it's just about focusing on what you can do and what you mm -hmm. can control and doing it best you can in consistent ways. Right. Possible. And that's really a lot of what and don't beat to. yourself up. I mean, you no. know, if, if you set your goal that you're going to go on LinkedIn for 15 minutes every day and then life happens. Okay. Start over. <laughs> you know, when you can get back to 15 minutes you a day, go back over. to, yeah. Or change it. it. You know, maybe it was, I was going to do 15 minutes every morning. That's just not working now. So and I'm going to do 15 do it an minutes hour once at a week. Night. Yeah. Yeah. An, an hour, hour once a week. week. Yeah. Right. No, adjust. So mm -hmm. Like just, you know, or just shoot for an hour a week and mm -hmm. it may take 10 minutes on Monday morning, you know, 10 minutes on Tuesday night, mm -hmm. a half hour on Wednesday, and then mm -hmm. you don't do it for a week. Right. Yeah. So it just like have it be a rolling amount. Mm -hmm. Like There's just so many ways. Again, mm -hmm. just focus on the way it can happen mm -hmm. instead of focusing on the ways, you know, you mm -hmm. committed and now you, you failed or you didn't mm -hmm. keep it. Like life is a moving target. So just, let it flow, right. you know? Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that, I just find the consistency of it mm -hmm. being really the key. And, right. you know, it's funny. I have clients like, well, what if somebody like, you know, or they do have somebody say, you know, this is ridiculous. Why are you reaching out to me? But, but I'm like, okay, you just made it very clear that that person is not something you should be. Right. Yeah. So apologize and move on. <laughs> and move on. And they're not your people mm -hmm. and that's okay. You just found out early on. Yeah, they're they're rude. <laughs> and so that's it. Mm -hmm. And so now focus on who is responding mm -hmm. and who is nice and who is kind mm -hmm. and, and be kind to people who reach out to you and, you know, short of the spammers and mm -hmm. stuff like that. But like, 
You can also politely decline if somebody reaches out to you. And just, Mm -hmm. again, it's about being kind Mm -hmm. and just keep moving forward. And you will find that people will not talk to you. You will have mean people. Mm -hmm. They're just not your people. And you found out early. It's the same thing. If you walk up to them in a networking event and you can tell they're thinking about something else. They're not your people. It's not not reflecting on you. No. No, you just you you're on a quest for the for your people. Mm-hmm. Right. You're just on a quest for your people. And mm-hmm. some weeks you're gonna find them and some weeks you're not. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and then when if there is something adverse, mm-hmm. like a layoff or a business turn, where you gotta go back, you know, from a business entrepreneur standpoint to an executive role, mm-hmm. or you're an executive and you just need to change, mm-hmm. you have your well already mm-hmm. a little built. Right. You know, it's never perfectly built, mm-hmm. but it's at least a little built versus mm-hmm. not built at all. Mm-hmm. And and it, that's where you will get some mm-hmm. traction. And that, to me, is where job security comes mm-hmm. from. It doesn't come from any external right. source of business mm-hmm. or employer. It comes from within mm-hmm. having these toolbox tools, the network, the mm-hmm. profile, you know, the, the resume, the mm-hmm. cover letters, the list of what we want, mm-hmm. the list of what we don't right. want. Those, mm-hmm. When you have all that a little bit sorted out... Mm-hmm that's when you can bounce back into mm-hmm. a different role faster mm-hmm. as opposed to it happens. Now you got to build all that mm-hmm. stuff and then try to look, that's what elongates the gap, mm-hmm. you know? So that, that's why it's important to just, you know, pretend you're fired today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, be, be the, be the boy scout, be prepared. Yeah. Um, you know, exactly. and, and well, and it was funny when I was reading your book, you and I, I have very similar thoughts on this, you know, the, it, we have to be thinking of this as we are the product that we are selling. Yes. And, you know, and so you have to put on your marketing hat and you have to put on your salesperson hat and we mm-hmm. all go, Ooh, sales. Um, but you know, it, it, it's, it's not Ooh sales. It's no. promoting yourself. It's, you know, doing all of these things, but you do have to think like a marketer. You know, if someone were to read your profile, what would they think? Right. Um, you know, and, and so that's where you don't get overly salesy. Um, you know, you mentioned spammers real quick. That's the one thing where every once in a while I will snark at somebody's, you know, request to connect with me. And I very rarely do it. But it's it's usually when I get the one where it's, I can help you with your social media. And I respond or I ignore it. I mean, usually I just ignore it. I'm like, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But every once in a while, I will respond and say, maybe you should go back and read my profile. Read my profile. <laughs> and, you know, and, and, and then the other thing that I also do is if someone just sends me a request to connect with absolutely no context, I'll go look at their profile. And if they, if it makes no sense at all, or if clearly they're going to start, start selling me, you know, I, I love the people who, you know, we're going to, we're going to make your podcast yet. It, no, that's not, yeah. you know, I know they're going to try and sell me, so I don't want to deal with it. Um, but if it looks like there might be a match, then I send them in mail. Um, and I do have a paid account, so I have more in mail, right. but I send them and I, you know, it's, it's a cut and paste that, that I have that says, thank you so much for your request to connect. However, I'm very uh, uh, I have a strategic whatever yeah, with developing my network. Yeah. Tell me how you think that that we you know, tell me what how our how we would benefit from connecting. Right. Ninety nine percent of the time, I get nothing. Which again, yeah, you they weren't my people. Yeah. And so I don't care. You know, it's like okay, whatever. Or you know, it was it was not a real person, and that's usually what I tell the people who respond. Right. Partially, I wanted to make sure you were a real person. Yeah. Um and. Then we start that conversation, you know, and, and, but the, the ones that drive me the most, as I had one today, I was looking at this earlier today, you know, request to connect and in their request to connect is their sales pitch, right? No, never do that folks. Um, but his request was, and it started out good. I love your podcast. I think it's great. I love listening to, to the episodes of it. Who does your editing and we can edit it better. And I thought, Okay, I think I just got smacked. <laughs> because I do my editing. <laughs> you know, right, right. didn't know that. But but yeah, it, and and so I get, that's always a little risky yeah. way to come at because you don't know what yeah. you know. It's like, mm, no, you know, like we said, you just made fun of somebody's baby. Right. Um and 
And so I hit. And even if they're right, it's still yeah. insulting, yeah. right? So you know, it's not you, you insulting wait, you somebody. Get a bit into that. Yeah. And his it. first couple sentences were great. And I was ready to connect with him until it became the sales pitch. And yeah. then I was like, ignore. Um, no response. You know, I'm, I'm not going to get into a battle of words, anything like that. Yeah. But, you know, we all, it, it's. I tell people, think of it like real life. I mean, you know, you're at a networking event and yes, you exchange business cards. You do your 30 second sales pitch, you know, all of those various things, but it's not buy from me now or else type of things. I mean, which, it's, a, yeah. it's a little bit of a not so timely analogy because of COVID. Nobody's hanging out of, at a bar anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'm also married like, you know, right. years, so I'm not hanging out at a bar anymore prospecting, but, uh, but it reminds me of like, you know, if somebody came up to you at a bar and yeah. asked, hey, the baby. question is, <laughs> you know, will you marry me? You'll mm-hmm. think they're crazy. So, mm-hmm. like, it's the same kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. you got to ease into things. Yeah, at least buy me a drink. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, you know, it's, it's, mm-hmm. but, you know, I, it is, it, it, but I find that if you, you approach LinkedIn, it's a mindset, right? If you approach mm-hmm. LinkedIn like with curiosity, mm-hmm. with helping, mm-hmm. with adding value, mm-hmm. um, then you're avoiding, you know, everybody wants to avoid that call where they haven't called somebody in like seven years. Right. And now they're only calling because they're looking for a job. Mm-hmm. Right? They need so, something. Mm-hmm. So, and look, we've all been there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't say I haven't right. done that call before. Mm-hmm. I've done oh, yeah. that call before. Mm-hmm. We've all done it. But like, if there's just some little way to do things proactively mm-hmm. to maybe avoid mm-hmm. a majority of those calls, mm-hmm. All right, let's mm-hmm. let's talk about it, right? Let's do that. You know, even if it's again one little action, right? So, mm-hmm. um, you might re- reach out to somebody and help them where they're not making mm-hmm. that call to you, and now when you need mm-hmm. it, they're indebted to mm-hmm. you, right? And mm-hmm. that's not why you do things, but just mm-hmm. karmically, if you're helping, right. Mm-hmm. right? It's that whole networking, right? Givers, mm-hmm. get, I mean, give to get kind of thing, mm-hmm. right? All those little networking mantras, and um. I don't know. It's just more fun, mm-hmm. I think. And I say that as an introvert, like I am an introvert mm-hmm. who plays well with extroverts. Um, you know, it's, I, I find as an introvert, when I make it a qualitative numbers game, mm-hmm. I don't get so caught up in my head. Mm-hmm. about Oh, what do I say? What do I do? Right. Do I do mm-hmm. it. What if they don't like me? What, you know, mm-hmm. like if I just go, okay, I got to go do my three things today. Mm-hmm. Then I just do them. Right. And then that's it, you know, mm-hmm. and if all three people didn't like me that day and I get nothing back, it doesn't matter. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not paying attention to the results mm-hmm. as much as I am paying attention mm-hmm. to the commitment to the outbound mm-hmm. activity. Right. Um, you know, so again, not that I'm not worried about the results, uh, but you know what I mean? Like, it's not the priority. If I do the outbound activity consistently, mm-hmm. results will come. Right. They may not come in the form I expect them to, mm-hmm. you know, they may not, but I can't put my self-worth on the results. I put my self-worth for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. Uh, I probably should come up with a better word than that, but um, I put my sense of, of accomplishment. That's probably mm-hmm. a better word. Right. Mm-hmm. Based on what I do. Mm-hmm. Right. Versus what, yeah. what, re- what comes Because back. we have no idea but what's going on with that. Somebody them. else thinks of me that day. Yeah. But I can feel good that I sent out three things and go, okay, I did my three things today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, maybe they didn't check LinkedIn. Maybe they're on vacation. Maybe, you know, and 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 also don't play the maybe game. Why didn't they respond? Maybe, no. No, but maybe here's the other yeah. thing that I don't think a lot of people give credence to. We're in this world nowadays, right? Whether you're on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, whatever you're in, where we can literally watch somebody's update, read Mm -hmm. it, scroll through it, right? We Mm -hmm. see the updates, right? There's people that we see their updates every day, every Mm -hmm. week. We never interact with them. Right. But we literally feel like if we were to actually, I mean, Mm -hmm. I literally, I went to a 30 year college reunion Mm -hmm. um, three, four weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And um, people that I've been on Facebook with that I haven't physically talked to Mm -hmm. in a long time, but I've seen their kids graduate. I've seen. Right. Uh huh. You saw their life going by. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I feel this sense of intimacy mm-hmm. and I don't even say false. It's right. just weird. Right. Cause mm-hmm. I haven't seen them in 10 years, mm-hmm. but like people see mm-hmm. your message. Mm-hmm. Email is very social media. Like now mm-hmm. they might see you're reaching out. Mm-hmm. They might see you in their LinkedIn mm-hmm. messaging, you know, portal. They might mm-hmm. see you in their inbox, but if they don't reply, 
they still saw that you tried to reach out. Mm -hmm. So when you do reach out again, maybe in Mm -hmm. three months, it's not as, oh, I don't know who you are. Mm -hmm. So people see Mm -hmm. the incoming messages now. And if you try again in a month going, you know, I know you're busy. I know you didn't have time to get back to me last Mm -hmm. time. Just staying on your radar. Mm -hmm. Thought I'd reach out again. Well, now they saw it again. Mm -hmm. That now has value. Whereas like 15 years ago, that wasn't a valuable Uh thing. No. In fact, it got annoying, right? Right. Or or Mm -hmm. they were pieces of paper messages that got thrown Mm -hmm. out or, you know, but now people see it. Mm -hmm. It's in an inbox. We're so used to looking at screens and digesting Mm -hmm. updates that email now can serve as in a social media kind of way. And so by just simply sending it out, you've registered in somebody's mm-hmm. brain, right. most likely. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless of course it went to spam, but you know, so that's why it's always good to be consistent mm-hmm. and then try it more than once mm-hmm. because eventually they're going to go, you know what? I saw your other ones. I haven't had a chance to get back. Mm-hmm. Thanks for not giving up on me. You know, Hey, I'm glad we're talking. Or about. you get blocked. But, um, and again, you're not being spam like, right. But right. like, mm-hmm. you know, but then they may, when they need something respond to you because mm-hmm. you've been there. Right. So it just, it's just, it just happens when you're just paying, when you do it in a, in a numbers metrics kind of way, qualitatively, consistently, mm-hmm. it does pay off and, right. it, and then it's there for you when you need it. Right. It's not as, an emotional scramble. Yeah. Oh my know. God, I've lost my job or whatever. You right. know, and and there the truth of the matter is most of us are lurkers. We Absolutely. see their That's posts. Great. You know, we might not even click the like button or anything like that. And you know, it, it it's you know the whole if the tree falls in the forest and no one is there, right. uh, you know, it, it, people are Nowadays seeing those like your reunion. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, you, you might not have seen somebody for 30 years, but you can say, Oh my gosh, I saw that your daughter just graduated. Right. You know, or your son had a, you so know, you has just a new took baby. a trip to, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, great. because you saw, but just because you didn't respond doesn't mean you didn't see it. Right. Um, you know, and, and so on LinkedIn, you might get somebody saying, Oh Yeah. I've seen that every Monday you post an industry article. Great information, um, you know. And but they might have never ever responded. And so I tell people, you know, don't get so caught up in counting the likes, the comments, the whatever. Really- you know, just because you're not getting interaction doesn't mean you're not having an effect. Right. And I, I'll be honest with you. Sometimes I've noticed a strange phenomenon over the last six months. My lower liked you know, commented mm-hmm. posts often mm-hmm. result in higher amount of direct messages. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so, I mean, especially in my world, the job search mm-hmm. world, like executives aren't mm-hmm. commenting on my posts. Right. Because they don't want, you know, because that shows up when somebody looks at their profile. Resume writer posts. Right. And some people it's fine. Right. Cause they have a consistent brand. So posting on LinkedIn doesn't mean they're looking right. So that's the other thing when you post consistently or you do things consistently or you promote your company, then people don't think you're looking because you're right. just always there. But yeah. but it, but not everyone has the time or the ability mm-hmm. to do it, and that's fine. So as a result, they're not posting on my. They're not commenting or liking. Right. They will DM me going, mm-hmm. "That really resonated with me." Mm-hmm. Can we chat? Which is ultimately the goal of all. Right? This. Yeah, because you've taken that life. next step in the relationship. Yeah, the goal is is to go to this event online, right, mm-hmm. in the form of LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And now get conversations to happen offline. That's the goal of all this. Right. I'm not interested in collecting likes. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I see them as a means to an end. The yeah, end being just have mm-hmm. a conversation mm-hmm. and and see how we can help each other, you know, or how I can help you, or how you can help me. Right. And um, that's ultimately, I think, if if people go about LinkedIn, you know, to kind of get back to your original question, if they go b- about LinkedIn as a tool to meet people mm-hmm. and and keep their life you know, nourished. Mm -hmm. It's not just about the job search. It's Mm -hmm. not just about getting Mm -hmm. business. And um, then it becomes easier to do. And and it's less emotional from like the highs and lows of, Mm -hmm. you know, getting likes or not getting likes or getting Mm -hmm. calls, not getting calls. Like you're just learning and discovering and being curious. And it just becomes a little bit more fun to do, Mm -hmm. you know? And, um, you know, some people absolutely love it. Some people are doing it as a as a means to an end. And mm-hmm. if they had no need to do it, they wouldn't do it. And I, mm-hmm. you know, and that's fine, yeah. but at oh, least yeah. mm-hmm. that's okay. But at least do it. Um, at least try to make it fun. 
Right. And the, I think with anything, when you have to do it, it's mm-hmm. typically not fun. Right. Yeah. Like, I, I always go back days. to the the old, I think it was Dunkin' Donuts or somebody commercial with, you know, showing the little old, now this is showing my age, oh, um, showing the little donuts. old dude getting out of bed every day. Have to make the donuts. Exactly. Have to make the donuts. Right. You know, and, and you can tell he hates going to make the donuts. Right. Especially because it's like two o'clock in the morning, right? Right. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, when you're thinking have to make a post. Right. Then it's, it's not fun. hard to make the post. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. You know, I remember years ago, I subscribed to one of the big marketing name, you know, we won't, we won't give his name out there, but one of one of those people that, you know, is sells the books, does all of those things. And so he had a blog and I subscribed to it and he had said, I will send a blog post every single day. Now he started out with the best of intentions and trickled down to one or two sentences yeah. And so, of course, what happened was everybody stopped reading, unsubscribed, all of those things. And if he had instead said, I will communicate when there's something important to communicate, right. we would have all waited <coughs> eagerly for, yeah. for his information. No, it's it's true. I mean, it's it's hard. I mean, you know, like I talked earlier, God bless you. You've been doing this for 10 years, right? I mean it's a commitment and you got to find different ways of getting inspired. You got to find different ways of of getting muses to help Mm -hmm. you and um, you know, keep it interesting and and all that type of stuff. So, and I think that's why by approaching it and I love your approach, like I get to talk to great people. I get Mm -hmm. to talk to fun people when you're taking it that way, as Mm -hmm. you're being curious and learning about Mm -hmm. people and not trying to make every meeting an accomplished, you know, right. an agenda mm-hmm. that got a check that box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like it, it does become more fun because mm-hmm. there's less expectation around mm-hmm. it and you can see where it goes. Right. And I think that's the key, mm-hmm. you know, to again, get back to your original question of like, you know, I haven't needed this. It's like, well, okay, great. That's yeah. great. That's fantastic that you haven't you know, needed it. But one, you may have missed out on a few things by not having it that mm-hmm. would have made life better. Mm-hmm. And two, maybe just you could have helped somebody else by being mm-hmm. on it, right? Which would make you more fulfilled mm-hmm. helping somebody else. And two, odds are because you're simply a human being mm-hmm. and things change on human beings, mm-hmm. you might need it. So mm-hmm. just build it a little bit before you need it right. and then make it fun in the process. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's kind of like what I try to aspire to. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And and it is about, as as you said several times, that mindset. And there were a couple more things in your book. And your book is not just about LinkedIn. It's about, you know, the getting getting that that better job. Might not be a perfect job, but you know, and and right. you know, a couple of the things that you talk about are doing the gratitude, you know, whether it's a list, whether it's, you know, all those things. And then other things like exercise. I mean, you know, we get so focused on that work and, and that work might be getting a job. I mean, that might be what your job is, is getting a job. Right. But you know, we forget to be grateful. We forget that, oh my gosh, our, our brain is going to function better when we get exercise, you know, all of those very, and I'm by no means no fitness pro. Like this is, (laughs) (laughs) so I'm not, I'm not a fitness pro in saying that, Mm -hmm. but no, I mean, I, I think, and and look, there's a lot of good work being done by a lot of people to make sure that um, employers are doing better Mm -hmm. for employees at every level Mm -hmm. in organizations now. And and I think all of that work is amazing Mm -hmm. and needed and Mm -hmm. way, way overdue. Right. But- the key is, you know, if even if companies are posting salaries and being transparent mm-hmm. and giving you flexible work hours mm-hmm. and, you know, upping the training mm-hmm. and doing all of these things that they maybe should have been doing all along, mm-hmm. the bottom line is none of that's going to make you happy. Right. We don't take accountability mm-hmm. for ourselves mm-hmm. and we learn how to set boundaries mm-hmm. and we learn how to dig our wells before we need them. Mm-hmm. We cannot put our futures in the hands of someone else, right. even if they are now a more progressive employer, mm-hmm. right? So we have to still take responsibility for ourselves to mm-hmm. be, you know, someone who knows what we want, mm-hmm. being okay with when we don't, that mm-hmm. it will come and, you know, doing the work to take care of our bodies, mm-hmm. to do the, the work we need to, to take care of our mental health, mm-hmm. using the resources available to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, doesn't mean everybody on the outside can't do better, mm-hmm. 
but at some point we need to take accountability mm-hmm. and that's a you know and it's about being prepared right mm-hmm. so we can't put all the eggs in in someone else's basket to mm-hmm. expect to be taken care of mm-hmm. right I just never I've, I've never been a believer in that and mm-hmm. you know as as much as i'm you know all about taking care of people i ultimately have to take care of myself mm-hmm. and then no one to ask for help mm-hmm. when i need it right? right but like so this isn't you know it's just there's a personal responsibility aspect of things mm-hmm. in addition mm-hmm. to employers taking better care of employees right. you know mm-hmm. you know that's a whole nother discussion mm-hmm. right but like it's a combination of the two mm-hmm. and you know part of the mindset is you, you mentioned a perfect job and i know we're coming close on the time here um there's no such thing right, as a perfect job, right. right? even and if so, you own your business oh my god right, right. there's no yeah. such thing yeah. right so mm-hmm. um i mean i even say take responsibility for finding out the negatives mm-hmm about a particular company. Mm-hmm. Every company has negatives, even right. those on the best places to work for. Mm-hmm. I think one of the keys to happiness is to make sure you are okay mm-hmm. and can tolerate the negatives of that company mm-hmm. because right. they give you flexible hours and they do all the things and they have the greatest benefits and they're, you know, doing all the things you need them mm-hmm. to do, but they have a negative that you're just like, mm, hard mm-hmm. no. Right. Yeah. You're going to be miserable there. Mm-hmm. You know, or it won't work out long term, maybe, you know, so and definitely don't take a job only for the great money. Right. Mm -hmm. Because that that novelty will wear off in about three, four months. So Mm -hmm. that's where we can take some responsibility and not just say, well, this company is responsible for making me happy. Mm -hmm. We have to do the work Mm -hmm. on ourselves Mm -hmm. to make sure that this company, to the best of our ability, Mm -hmm. appears to be a good match for us. Right. And then, you know, and that company needs to be transparent Mm -hmm. about what they need Mm -hmm. for for someone to be happy at that employer. Mm -hmm. So, you know, but it it is, it's like every relationship, it's a two way street and one side can't do all the work, Mm -hmm. you know? So that's again, part of the mindset is, is taking accountability and responsibility for our own happiness. Right. You know, and, and, and I think that's especially important for business owners. Business owners. You know, we get so caught up in, our business is our entity or not our entity our, our you know our business is everything it's everything yeah yeah and and then if something happens to that whether it's it fails you know you can't do it anymore you know maybe right. uh, like, like so many yeah. like one of the things that that ha- was hit hardest during the pandemic were the professional speakers yeah who all of a too. sudden had nowhere to go to speak First right. of all, they couldn't get there, right. um, and, and nobody's know, coming. <laughs> yeah, you know, and and nobody was coming. The you know, and 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 they weren't even having you know. And so, if your you know, if your identity is so tied up in your business that if it stops, yeah, there's a serious problem. Yeah, your ego is um, going to get a little rocked. Yeah, yeah. So, well, oh my gosh, Lisa, we need to do this again because we just kind of scratched the surface. And I still I know, have notes. so many things. Yeah. You're yeah, so yeah. you're such a great interviewer. Thank it's you so it's much. so much fun. You know, like I said, I get to talk to to some of the coolest people in the world. But tell us, you know, more about the services that you provide, and then how people can connect with you. So the best way to connect with me is either you know follow me on LinkedIn or um, you can sign up for our. Uh, I do a daily email. I've been doing it for a number of years. We can cool. get dailycareertips.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, you know, just some ways we can, you can peruse information, see what mm-hmm. I like to post about and see if it applies to you. Um, if you'd like to explore hiring us for executive level resume and job landing tactic training, um, you can go to chameleonresumes.com and explore our services there. And then if you're a course taker, a book reader, uh, you're a DIYer, and you just want some excellent resources to help mm-hmm. you land the job on your own, go to joblandingacademy.com. That's where I have the books I've written, the videos I've created, and the resume templates that I've designed that can help you do that faster. I love it. I love it. You know, and and let's be honest, your service is not inexpensive, and that's because of the level of people you're working with. But there's so many people who can benefit from your books, from your other resources. And so I encourage folks to to go and well, check those out. That's why I have the free stuff mm-hmm. um, at, you know, getdailycareertips.com mm-hmm. and low-cost stuff at uh, joblandingacademy.com. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a first-generation college graduate. Right. I come from a working-class family. Mm-hmm. I had a dad who struggled with landing, you know, underemployed dad who was really smart, 
but always underemployed. And I know, you know, he would never, as a postal worker, never be able to afford what I charge for mm-hmm. services, but that doesn't mean he shouldn't have had help. Right. Postal yeah. He could read your book. He could read your blogs, exactly. all of those so things. I'm, I'm a huge advocate of having things available for everyone at every level. Um, because I don't think people should be shut out mm-hmm. from these types of resources. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that's why I have I have it all. <laughs> right. I love it. I love it. You know, and, and we talked about the book, The Job Landing Mindset. And it really is great information no matter where you are. You know, and, and we've been talking about the fact that you need to be prepared, have your options open, all of those various things. And so I've been having a great conversation with Lisa Rangel. Do you have any final thoughts to leave everyone with? I think you summed it up. Just be prepared. (laughs) It's really what it's all about, right? (laughs) Especially with what may be coming down the line in the next year or two, you know, some say recession, some not saying a recession. I say be prepared as if one's coming. And if it doesn't, you're all the better for it. So, you know, the key is just be ready and not be Mm -hmm. caught up in the economic swings that happen. So. Great. I love it. And what I'm thinking about having you back on is to really talk about the very specifics. You know, we talked about in general, the toolbox. Okay. What do we need to have? Not just, ooh, a current picture. You know, all of those things. And so I look forward to, to chatting with you. That again. would be awesome. I would I would yeah. absolutely love that. I appreciate you considering it. Thank cool. you. I love it. Well, I am Deb Creer. And until the next time that we chat, I've been talking with Lisa Rangel. And until then, everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>